0: Brand over coffee conversations are with different experts and inspiring individuals. They may be different in what they do, but they all share one thing in common. They all create, develop, and nurture brands. These conversations will highlight not only their expertise, but also their experiences. And I hope these could help answer some of your questions and inspire you to build your own brands and take your businesses to greater heights. My name is Andrea Ferri founder of the Creative Brand Studio, and your host for this podcast. When you're ready, let's talk Brand Over Coffee. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Brand Over Coffee Conversations. Today, we will talk about creativity and its importance in marketing and brand building. And I'm happy to be speaking with Manda Waika. Manda is a creative... Lead, who has worked in some of the biggest advertising agencies, including Ogilvy, Lowe, Publicis, and J. Walter Thompson. Some of the brands that he created work for include Shell, HSBC, Kellogg's, Maggie, and Nescafe. Hi, Mandar. How are you? How's life in Kuala Lumpur?
1: Hi, Andrea. I'm good. Life is good here. A new way of living. Lockdown has just begun today, so life is different.
0: Life in the new normal, huh?
1: The new normal, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. So, Mandar, to start, maybe you could tell us more about what you do.
1: Uh, so, I am uh, basically a creative director who actually helps out and leads teams together to help clients and brands uh, and solve their business issues, you know, the business pain points. And where I come from is uh, I bring up, a complete picture to the brand mm-hmm. rather than um, one single single idea so the clients these days also look for um, much more say like a big idea right so now if we need a big idea how can we make it bigger what do we need to do so my job is to make sure that the pain points are addressed that the clients are comfortable with it the thinking process of it Teams are happy and motivated uh, internally, the creative teams. And uh, we do the best possible way to address that issue as a creative, in a creative way. You know, uh, yeah. That's what I do. Yeah,
0: Some may think, Mandar, that doing creative work could just be so easy. You enter a green room, perhaps switch on your creative button and that's it. But I understand, of course, being part of this industry that... This is not really the case. Perhaps you can share with us the process. What is your process when you do creative work?
1: Right. Most important as a creative is, uh, like I mentioned earlier, was about understanding the business pain point of the client. What happens is, uh, especially we creatives are very emotional folks, very emotional. So at times we get carried away with our idea, we get excited, and at times we miss the boat. Mm -hmm. So, I think where now I've reached kind of a place which is we need to pull ourselves and and bring back, like I said, to the solution and the pain point. The most important part about it is also that you do enough research about the brand you're working on. You know, that's a key part about the process. So you do your homework in terms of who is your competitor, what are they like, what do they do. Uh, and how they are doing something better or worse in the, in the business and how this particular brand, which is whatever brand we are working on, can actually make something different or or something interesting which is not being done by the competitor. You know That is always something which we as creatives are trying to uh, work along with the clients. right? So while that is happening, of course, as a creative, the first process is always about Thrashing whatever ideas are there as first thoughts on the table, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, You thrash that. You you as a team sit together. You just put it out there. Now that might be on a blank piece of A4 or A3 paper, or depending on however you want to do. And then as you go along, you tend to distill it. You tend to okay if there are ten ideas you can't go to a client with 10 ideas because the clients will be confused, right? So you need to bottle it down to two or three. So when you have two or three, you what you do is then we tend to meet the internal stakeholders. So your servicing team, your planning teams, you know, we sit together and all of us kind of mutually agree to, okay, these are the couple of ones which are closest to addressing the pain points which the clients have uh, identified uh, and we are aligned with it. And let's go and present. And that's how generally the process is. Yeah.
0: What type of filter do you use when you're trying to distill your ideas? Like what would make you say, okay, this idea is better than the other?
1: The first basic one is, has this been done before or not? That's the basics, right? As a creative view, you don't want to come across as someone who's already doing something which has already been done right you are always looking for something for originality of course there are some uh, it tends to overlap at times but as long as the intention is to create something authentic uh, and, and tell a story which is authentic that's good so I think that's the first box we tend to correct the second one uh, the most important is it just the tonality of the brand because most of the brands, and in fact, all the brands have their own tonality, right? There are certain brands which are corkier, the tone and manner. There are certain brands which are very uh, preachy, you know, uh, they tell you things to do. So depending on what category you're working on, we also make sure that, hey, whatever we've kind of narrowed down to, does this fit the brand value? Does it fit the brand voice? That's important. And, this, and then comes the, the most, most important, which is, does this address the client's pain point? You know, but because if that is not addressed, then that whole process, no matter we create beautiful pieces of uh, work with beautiful copy and art direction, it, it will go to waste, right?
0: Yeah. So asking.
1: so that's that's how we do the distillation of ideas, yeah.
0: I think you captured it correctly when you said that at the end of the day, you really need to make sure that the creative work that you are doing has to really address the problem, the issue, the pain points, right? Because I think a lot of people, they're just thinking, ah, okay, this is just some creative work just for the sake of being creative. Actually, the work or the amazing creative work is really because it's addressing the client problem or the brief. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, Mandar, you have been in the industry for fourteen years now, according yep. to your LinkedIn yep. profile, <laughs> yep. Um, yep. and I'm sure you have done a lot of work. But can you share with us perhaps the most memorable work that you have created, or the most special one for you?
1: Um, yeah, th- there have there have been some uh, special ones over the years, but uh, I'll go. Back to something which we did lately, just recently, just before the whole COVID began. So there's this brand called Redoxin, which is a vitamin C product. So the thought of the brand is uh, your world counts on you. That's the thought. And it talks to the moms. So that means that as moms, when you fall sick or if you're not well, your world crumbles, right? Maybe that is your kids, your husbands and everyone around you. So in order to be uh, fit and fine uh, and to make sure your daily activities are seamless, you need to have redoxin. That, that's what the product is, right? And the client's brief was to come up with some bite-sized content, you know, something interesting, something which you don't preach because you're talking to moms, Yeah. right? Moms have heard a lot of conversations or advertising over the years so can we make it a bit light-hearted but they still get the point right so then uh we created this series of spots uh, and and the beauty about them was they were like 15 seconders
0: mm-hmm.
1: 15 second spots and the story was that when the mom is not well uh of course she's not going to be perfect right so when she's not perfect of course she's going to miss out on certain things Mm-hmm. so this particular one story was about how she misses so early morning breakfast with the kid what she does is she she gives the the cat food to the to the kid and the kid's food to the cat okay you know and and it was just the, the way we executed it. it was a it was done in a, a, a light hearted humor way and it actually shows that the mother is not well right so and that story was something which People really associated it. Of course, I, I, I'm not sure how many of them have done it, but it was kind of relatable. Somewhere they related to it. Of course, they might have not done it. And, but I think the execution, because it was a bit lighthearted, uh, people liked it. And the whole, because as a category, uh, vitamin C is not one of the, uh, how you call it, the most sexiest category on the planet,
0: right?
1: <laughs> uh, as for Especially for a creative or for a brand. But, but we managed to do things around it. and. Uh, for me, the best thing because I shared it with my mom, I shared it with my mom, and uh, she she called me and 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 she was so proud about it, uh, you know, uh, and and she had no head or tail about it, right? She didn't know what I was doing, but so when she saw it, she really felt nice about it. So for me, that will always be special in terms of how we did that entire journey of those commercials and and my mom liking it. I think that to my like I said, a very recent uh, work which I feel is close to my heart, actually. Yeah.
0: And it pays that mama gave her stamp of approval, right?
1: <laughs> yes, and especially your mom, who who who's actually done so much in their lives to actually give that stamp of approval. Like you say, it's just so much bigger than anything, you know. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. I understand as well, Manda, that you usually creatives would have to work for, say, different clients, right? So one day you may find yourself working for a diaper brand or a vitamin C brand. The next day you need to create a beer campaign targeting men. How do you handle this? I mean, how do you juggle going from one client to the next and making sure that the work you create is still relevant and exciting or sexy? I
1: think... uh Breaks are important. I really feel, especially when you're juggling between one client to another, whatever that break you have, just take it. And that's what I do. I just take that break. Now, that might be with a coffee or catch up with friends or colleagues at work uh, you know, during normal days. Or uh, I, I just switch off. Uh, what it does, it, it just helps my brain to rejuvenate and, and bring back to a, a space which I'm in a much more uh, sane Mm-hmm. Are much more sane than because at times you know how of sessions happen wherein you are so passionate about what you are doing you get worked up you get I mean, there are some arguments at times there are disagreements and then you cool down and then you want to jump into something else that's where I feel the the breaks are important and in that break most of the time I end up watching some stand up comedy clip I, it just works for me somehow it works I mean it's mostly ten or five minutes breaks you know I, I always we have that. There is always that gap. And stand-up, I just connect it so much to me. It just connects in a way because even that is storytelling, right? Um, yeah. But in a different platform. And I just love it. So I, I tend to most of the times do that. And on, especially on YouTube, you have your seven, eight minutes clips, right? And which is perfect. It just recharges me. And then I'm ready to go and jump on another business and, and get going. So and i think these things are very personal as well so yeah. someone else might have a different uh, approach to uh, you know flipping uh, accounts and the time given between that so yeah that's that's what i do yeah
0: so okay so you you take breaks to kind of like rejuvenate your creative juices so to speak what about how do you ensure that you also stay creative
1: i think mental health is uh, is i feel the most important part of it uh, like I said, even for this breaks, I, I switch off. And it's not that I take an effort out of it. I just feel it's just somehow engraved now over the years that I tend to automatically uh, go towards my family. So I have a daughter who's six. So I just let her talk. I just listen to her. I have a cat who doesn't meow. So which is funny. She can't meow. And <laughs> I just watch and I just listen to people around me and family especially. I've realized over the lockdown period, counting cars on the road was the best thing to happen to me. I just I used to just count cars going on the road, you know, because it was lockdown, so there were particularly so many cars on the road, right? So so I used to count those cars and it, I don't know, it, was, it felt like... Um, doing yoga you know
0: therapeutic
1: <laughs> therapeutic very therapeutic uh so, so these are the things which i tend to do i watch football a lot mm-hmm. for the weekends that 90 minutes of my time uh watching it the i'm a big manchester united fan not the best time for it lately but still <laughs> uh so these are little little things i tend to do from the work i just move out out of it i i, I don't get into any creative space. I I just love observing people and talking to people and just in this context because of the lockdown and all that. I end up with my family and I think that's the the best thing which happens to me, especially now. Yeah. That's that's, that's, that's the way, yeah.
0: Yeah. Mandar, I also want to ask you, why do you think is good creative critical in building brands and businesses? I mean, you're in that yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, if you are familiar with the process of talking to someone about just brands, right? They always want to tell a story, right? Every brand wants to tell a story. Unfortunately, what happens is that they have a lot of facts and jargons and a lot of things as a part of their process, and I don't blame them. That that's the nature of it. But as common people, they they can understand all that, right? They need to be told in a simplified way. They need to be told in an interesting way, which kind of the least you can do is make them smile, right? From whatever they are spending time on their on their YouTube or wherever they're watching, right? So, like I said, that's where the creativity comes in. And for me, it's very interesting, that process, because you are trying to make something out of nothing. Like, there is a story which you can't just go and tell anyone. So that's why you need to actually cook something which still actually has that same ingredients, but you tell those that story in an interesting way. And that might be in whichever format, right? Uh, it can mm-hmm. be through a street art, it can be through a TV or a YouTube or an AR, VR these days, multiple ways. So I feel as a creative, we bridge between the clients and the consumers i think that's what our role happens uh, as a bridge yeah you know and that's where i feel creatives play a role especially in brand building yeah
0: yeah I don't know. All of a sudden, it just occurred to me because you mentioned, usually for businesses or for brands, say, when they sell a product, say, back in the day, an MP3 player. This is what it does. These are the product features. It can do this. It can, you know, whatever. Then comes the iPod that says, very simply, 1,000 songs in your pocket. So I think you're absolutely correct. You know, a lot of times, us human beings, the simpler, the better. <laughs> you know, yeah, because we are, <laughs> we are
1: downloading so much, right, Andrea? Over, okay. over a day, if we just we are just constantly downloading things which we see and which we experience, and in that, you want me to watch your ad and buy your product. So, if you give me a complicated solution, a communication piece which I won't understand, that means I won't be able to connect. That means I won't be able to even go and even look for it even if i want to buy that product right but if you give me a simplified solution which i can relate to as a consumer the least i can do is look for it Mm like i I mean we are not responsible for people to to buy it or not i think it's like i can take the guy to the car showroom Mm -hmm. if he wants to buy a car it's his choice but my job is to take him to the showroom so that's that's our role you know as creators
0: yeah that's uh, you've brought up a very very good point because i think a lot of times brands or clients also expect so much from one piece of communication yeah. when yeah. it should be actually every communication piece should have its own purpose. So if the purpose is to create that engagement or awareness, then that's how it should just be. But you know, at the end of the day, if you have to close a sale, then more than the piece of communication, there's a lot more that goes to it. As what you said, you know, the salesman has to also do his job, right? That's his forte to close the sale. Um, What about, work creative work that has inspired you do you have some
1: i'll only talk about the brand in the brand context i think one of my most favorite brand and, and over the years it has been is burger king every time i see them doing something right i i just go in that whole mode of what if i had thought about it or what if i had done it yeah i'm not a part of their team but that it it just touches me so much in whatever they do. And the beauty about their brand is they have the same concept uh, in terms of the brand idea, but there are different, different executions coming from different markets across the globe, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And see, they are directly one of those brands were directly competitors to McDonald's, right? Mm-hmm. Such a huge chain. And it's such a beautiful classic story of how a a brand which is not as big as McDonald's is coming and, and, and doing storytelling. In such a varied fashion like you, you take their um, whopper detour uh, whopper detour was basically burger king came up with a app they wanted people to download an app
0: mm-hmm. now
1: when i tell you to download an app doesn't mean you're going to download an app right Correct. so they had to you know they tried giving free burgers and free whoppers it didn't work so what they did was they created this idea called the Whopper Detour. What this does is they actually geofenced every McDonald's in the States. The promo was, I have to go to McDonald's, okay, 600 meters around McDonald's. I have to stand there. And only if I'm there, I can get a Burger King Whopper for $1. Wow. So it is. it was just a beautiful story told like, so I have to go to McDonald's to order a Burger King Whopper, right? And people just went nuts. So for that, you need to download an app. So what it did was, it just gave people and, and consumers their own story to tell, right? Mm-hmm. So the brand, what they did was, which was, that's what I like about this brand is, they, they come up with an idea, but the stories are told from by the consumers. So now, if, say, you and me are running, we have to run to McDonald's, download an app, order a Whopper, and then go to Burger King and get it for $1, you know, yeah. which is brilliant. And, and that's where I think the whole technology genius happens, I feel. Uh, this is one of those ideas which I feel that where technology was so crucial also. But, of course, nothing bigger than the idea. But which what it also did was this kind of gave an experience for people Physical experience, so they had to be at the shop. Mm-hmm. Also, online experience. So I had to download the app and do the uh, uh, you know the order around McDonald's, in 600-meter area. So it was just one of those ideas which I was... And, and it won big time in cans and multiple award shows. Uh, and like I said, the, I, I strongly felt that the reason behind it was not just the technology, but they let consumers tell the story. Mm-hmm. And when consumers like me and you, when you like such promo, and of course you're going to react. Of course you're going to do something, tell your friends about it, and and that just became massive. Uh, and they've done enough of. Uh, they constantly do it. Constantly they do so many ideas. They did a. I remember they also did a, a traffic jam whopper. So the story was about, if, I, if I'm not wrong, uh, in South America, some some city in South America, wherein people are stuck. In jams, right? So when you are stuck in jam, most of the time you are hungry because you are going home, or you know most of the time in the evening you are heading home and you you get hungry. You can't get any food when you are stuck in a jam. So they came up with this thing, whole thing about when you order your Burger King, wherever you are stuck, right through GPS, they will track your car, and there will be a guy coming on the on a bike. He will actually give you the the whopper. Wherever you are stuck in the jam, which I thought was wow, it's I mean it it just there was a problem, and these guys solved it in a smarter way. So that's the reason why I I just love Burger King uh, in terms of the whole communication and in, and yeah, that that's one of my favorite brands. Yeah,
0: but that's really interesting, huh? Because it's stemming out of. As what you said, you know, making sure that what you're trying to do is number one, it solves the pain point or the, the issue. Yeah. So the issue is, yeah. okay, when you're stuck in the traffic, the reality is people will get hungry, but then there's no way to access food and comes your brilliant solution and really pushes yeah. kind of like brand love for that, right? We also mentioned yeah. earlier, There's so much clutter out there, so much information as consumers. We're really bombarded with so much information. And I think at the end of the day, with all the clutter, your work should not only catch your target market's attention, but also really help convey what your brand is all about, help them choose you over competition. I think with your example with Burger King, that was just brilliant. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: What advice would you have for businesses and brands, Manda, that want to create advertising campaign or creative work?
1: Ideas still hold the key, I feel. Because this whole era where we all love experiencing new things, right? That's where your technology comes in, your, your ARs, the VRs, and there are so much things out there that what I have realized is that at times, especially um, our clients, kind of get so so hung up on that particular uh, technology and and everyone around them is gets excited about it but they miss out on the ideation of it you know what i'm saying so if you if you have an idea which every brand should have one you can then bring it to life in any form of technology depending on what the idea is of course the idea is whatever your brain or the teams have come up with right The technology is the one which amplifies the idea, right? Your technology is not the solution. Technology is, it supports whatever you want to solve in an interesting way and make it simplified to the people in in whichever format. That's what it does. And it just makes the experience better, right? So I feel ideas are still very much the key. And I do hope our clients and and especially new newbies who are coming in in the business they get that part you know because I mean if you think about it right yeah no one likes bad stories right Mm -hmm. who who likes bad stories Uh, I mean that can be on a Netflix or Instagram or whichever right I mean we all are looking for stories to be told in a interesting way something which I would love to share and what happens there is that that's where I think, especially some some brand managers, uh, kind of, you know, they when you talk about the audience, right, and uh, an audience understanding of their IQ. That's where the research and all happens, right? And then you don't rate your audience up there. You always rate them as, hey, they're not smart, they are, they are dumb. These are quite harsh words, you know. But I want to tell, especially through this um, podcast, that. I think they are people like you and me you know it's just that they they have been born and brought up in s- different sections of the society, their understandings might be different, but they still love good stories and as long as you connect with them in whichever way possible and which hits them or they relate to them, they are going to lead towards eventually to whatever product you are solving right but unfortunately, what happens is that Not many of us do that, right? Because we tend to put our individual KPIs up front more than what the brand uh, should require. And then comes the YouTube skip button into play, right? (laughs) Because I mean, I, I just find it so funny, right? It is one of the, I don't know if it's the only profession wherein I'm in a profession wherein I already know that someone wants to skip whatever I would have done. <laughs> you know, there is there is a there. it's not even like someone chooses there someone has actually created a button so that, that button is pressed and then that whatever uh, you know effort you've taken along with the entire team goes right it, it just uh, it just i find it very funny like it's and then it, and we are all fighting against that button that hey guys should not skip but uh, you know, like I said, unfortunately, and then I'm not saying I'm not I'm not a part of it. I think I've also been a part of that circus where in, at times we, we just miss out that point, you know. Mm-hmm. We, we tend to just uh, forget about certain things because the research never said that. The research said X, Y, Z. But then when you actually show that to the audience, they want A. But then mm-hmm. you don't know them. So, uh, you know what I'm saying? So that that's how... I feel as clients and future clients or future uh, whoever new people coming in this field, just ideas that still the king and and please please believe in your audience. I feel they are not as dumb as we think they are. Actually, they're not. So these are, I think, two points I I would really you know make sure everyone kind of practices. Yeah.
0: I think you're absolutely correct with with technology it should just be used as a tool for us to actually amplify better increase the engagement of the great stories that we're telling it should not be the the one dictating on
1: yeah because like you know know, everyone gets so excited about it when they hear some new technology uh, and, and, and same here even I do that but but you 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 can't just you know because you are in a business of communication
0: yeah
1: right you have to solve a problem of someone else who's paying you to make sure you solve that particular brand's problem in a certain way
0: yeah. so
1: so yeah that's where uh, that's where I feel yeah. technology I mean and, and and don't get me wrong using technology is not wrong right
0: absolutely we all get yeah.
1: excited we all get excited when uh, when last night, iPhone 12 happened in life, right? That's a, that's not upgrade for a lot of people, but now how best to use whatever features of iPhone 12 is up to us, right? How best okay. to use it. That's not the idea. That's the product you already have. Now you have to build an idea around it to, to make sure something only happens to their brand. Only when I use iPhone 12. Yeah. So okay.
0: that, that's
1: totally what totally I meant.
0: Agree. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. Technology is there as a tool, The possibilities, all these great possibilities that technology is opening up for us, it's really exciting, but we shouldn't just be hung up on it to the point that we actually compromise great ideas. Yeah. For my last question, Manda, what about your biggest lesson as a creative, especially today? What has been your biggest lesson?
1: think keep your mind open when it comes to criticism I feel that's my biggest lesson as a creative Um, because uh, like I earlier mentioned we are very emotional people you know and we are in love (laughs) we are in love with our ideas right but sometimes it's important to take a step back and just look at it and take that criticism which might actually just make it better you know and not just in work context I feel I also feel As a human being, I feel the whole thing of taking criticism in a constructive way and not getting too hung up on it as a creative, I feel is one of the most important lessons I've learned over the years. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The creatives, I mean, for those who don't know, they are some of the, you guys are some of the most passionate bunch i've I've ever met in my life, really. you know, and I think it's part of your job. You have to be really passionate about what you do. I mean, at the end of the day, you're selling something intangible. you're creating magic with something that you cannot touch, but you just feel. So the emotions are really there, and as what you rightfully said you just have sometimes the emotions are good but sometimes you just have to also park it and <laughs> check on it right yeah <laughs> amazing yeah, yeah. so manda as we end i also just want to share my takeaway from our conversation i think on top of all the noise that we are hearing from the news from our social media feeds everyone also seems to be screaming about their products and services And we are faced with all the clutter while the average attention span is actually getting shorter by the day. Latest number I read, it is now down to three seconds before an average person shifts his or her attention. So the question is, how does your brand and business stand out? And creativity, I think, could be one weapon that could allow your brand not only to outsmart rather than outspend your competition, but also engage and connect with your customer and ultimately make your brand stand out from all the clutter. So on that note, thank you so much, Manda. Thank Thank you for your time today. That
1: was such a a pleasure to be here on your podcast. And I've seen you after such a long time. So thank you. Really, really appreciate this. Yeah, for the
0: opportunity. Yes, thank you. And keep telling all those wonderful stories. Yeah, take care in case. Yes, I will
1: try my best. Yes, Yes.
0: thank you. Ciao, ciao. Bye-bye. If you enjoy listening to Brand Over Coffee Conversations, please subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Please do not forget to share your reviews and help spread the love on social media by tagging hashtag Brand Over Coffee. For questions, Comments and topic suggestions You may reach me on Instagram At Andrea A. Ferry. Thank you for listening To Brand Over Coffee Conversations